Well, bless the Lord, saints of God. Greetings from Triple C Podcast. This is Tony here. We want to open up with a word of prayer on this Sunday, August 15th, 2021. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we just prepare to have a nice podcast, trusting that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, and that every listener that will get an opportunity that will hopefully prayerfully reap a blessing from the word that will be shared. Bless this podcast now and all that will come out of my mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we tell you this Sunday, what a blessed day it is. This is the day that the Lord have made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Let's go ahead and get into the word of God. Today's podcast is going to come from Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, version, verses 10 through 18. So let's read the word of God. This is Paul to the church at Ephesus. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Very familiar passage of scripture once I start reading it and you will hear it. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. So as we look at it, the title of this podcast, the title of this podcast is Condition for Crisis. And I tell you, we just want to just, as we get going today, today is our Godchild's uh, third birthday. Shout out to Big Bryce. Amen. We're going to just let the Lord have his way today in, in Jesus' name. So as we get ready to look into the word of God on today, we just want to pray that God will have his word, will, and his way with this podcast. So the title for this podcast is Conditioned for Crisis. Conditioned for Crisis. In the name of the Lord. So, Father, we pray that we just get ready to go forth in this word, that your word, your will, and your way will be done, that we will have all the things that we need in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, dear God, for we go into this word, that your word, will, and way will be done, that your way will be a perfect way, that we will give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. It is in Jesus' name that we pray for this word, in Jesus' name, amen. So as we just go forward, I tell you, God's got a word, a will, and a way for us all that we can just have God's word, will, and way done in the name of Jesus Christ. So here, Paul, Paul's our author to the church of Ephesus in Ephesians chapter six. So there's a few things that God gave me, and we won't be long-winded on this podcast this Sunday, but I pray that you reap something from this word on today. Paul writes to the church at Ephesus, speaking spiritual blessings in the Lord, going back to uh, chapter one. So the effort here today is that every believer should strive to do what is right and godly unto the Lord. And that's what we all strive to do anyway, prayerfully. 
That is our goal. But I always like to kind of keep a balance knowing this. In the years of being a Christian, I've learned throughout hard knocks and learned through trial and error and mess up bleeps and blunders that in our humanity, we will never ever cross every T or dot every I. But as Christians, we're striving. And for those super saints that you will allow and share this with your friends, that we'll never ever always get it right. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3 and 12, uh, 3 and 23, that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We don't use those excuses as anymore. We just know that because of our humanity, that we are going to stumble, we're going to fail, we're going to fall. But by the grace of God, we pick ourselves back up, get right, get in line with God, because there's a purpose for your life. Amen. Do I know what the purpose is for everybody? No, I do not. Do I know what tomorrow's going to hold? No, I do not. Do I understand everything that's going to happen to you? No, I do not. No, I will not. But this is what I've come to learn through the years of walking with God is that we are always, and this is something I've heard a lot of clergymen say, the older ones through the, through the years, that there's three things. You're going to either be in a storm, coming out of a storm, or going into a new storm. And when you are, my question for you is, are you conditioned for your crisis. See, see, oftentimes people in counseling want you to describe and give you every intricacy of what they're going to go through. That's not how God works. I can't tell you everything you're going to go through. I can't tell you everything you're going to face. But that's why God says by grace, by mercy, by your faith that you walk with God. Hebrews 6 talks about it, but without Faith, it's impossible to please God. Why? For he that cometh to God must believe that God, he is, and that God, he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So as we look at it, we're preparing in life for what? We're preparing to prayerfully live and not exist. To give God the glory. What does that mean? You going to always pray 100% right all the time? No. Are you going to always do everything everybody tells you that you should do in the Lord right all the time? No. But it means that we're forever striving to be a blessing to others and give the glory unto God. So there's a few things that God gave me as Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus that I want to share and then we'll close out the podcast this morning. So there's four things that I want to describe that I believe God would have me to break down. See, as we're trying to do right, do good deeds and do good things, oftentimes, it's one of the things I say often, it's not the 99 things you do right. It's the one thing that somebody says that you didn't do right in their mind that they hold over your head. It happens. It's reality. It's life. It's what happens to everybody. But in this life, we all have to face what? Opposition. Everybody has an enemy. Our ultimate enemy is who? Satan and all of his followers. If you didn't know the scripture, the scriptures, the Bible says a third of the angels followed Satan, Lucifer. His name in Hebrew and Greek is the son of the morning. He was the one who was all the archangel that was right there. It's almost like God's right hand man. But see, even in him, he's a created being. God put in him the ability to make a choice. We oftentimes forget that people make choices. People have the freedom to make a choice. God will never force you to do anything that you don't want to do. If that were the case, we'd all be spiritual robots. And that's not the case. God has instilled in every angel, 
Every created being has the ability other than, and animals make choices. They may not have souls, but they make choices because that's the innate ability that God gives. So in our position, our position of who? Your enemy. Who is your enemy? Let me drop something in your spirit while I'm talking to you. The people that's in your physical presence may not necessarily be your enemy. You may call them an enemy, but it's whatever's leading them. If the spirit of the enemy is leading them, you're fighting against it. And let me get you there. I'm going to read this and I'll reread it again when I get down to that point again. But listen to verse 12 and I'll continue to elaborate on the scriptures. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, those people you see every day. But in our humanity, we save them because that's who we see. That's who we can identify as human beings. It's not the supernatural realm. It's what I see before my natural eyes every day that I can identify with what my fight is. But it ain't a physical fight. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The Amplified says it this way in verse 12 of, of Ephesians 6. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the depositism, against the powers, against the master spirits, who are the world rulers of this present darkness against the spiritual force forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. That means it's a, it's a fight and a war that you can't see with your natural eyes. Amen. So I just want to put that root in us that we must remind ourselves every day you get up, you're going to face something that may not be popular in your life. So there's four things I'm going to extract, uh, extract on today that, that we can debone out of the word of God. And, and the first thing is, as a believer, and this is to believers, Paul was writing to the church at Ephesus, a church he had founded. He founded that church by the giving of God, by the ruach, the breath of God, the inspiration of God. Why? Because there's a spiritual purpose that everybody must understand. I don't get tired of saying it. John chapter 10, verse 10, that thief that I talk about. But also remember, I talk about the mobile church, the moving church. Here's what I learned through the years, that no matter how hard as a Christian I strive to be, I'll never always get it right because of my humanity. For as long as we live in this life, we're subject to failure. We're subject to different things. We're subject to attacks of the enemy. We're subject to have mental breakdowns. We're subject to have physical ailments. We're subject to have things that will cause disruption in the normalcy of what you want to be. Now, we know it to be true. Everybody wants to live a peaceful life. You don't want to bother nobody. You want to mind your business, make your money, do what you do, buy you some things, enjoy your home, drive your cars, eat your food, get you some good sleep, and live to fight another day. That's what we all should strive to do. But we must understand in this life, Satan ain't gonna never let us just live a peaceful life. That ain't his goal. His goal is to disrupt your faith, your family, your finances. He's here to disrupt your peace, your joy, your, 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 your life as a whole. But God says some words, and then we'll get on and close the podcast. The first thing God gave to me is to this. How do you prepare to be ready for crisis? As a Christian, there's a few things God gave me in translation. You got to understand Satan and his followers are the opponents of us as Christians. But you got to first, Christian, be strong. 
What does that mean? God's empowered you. He's empowered you to know who you are and whose you are. Paul was writing to the children, the parents, giving description in chapter 6. He goes on to talk about not being uh, serving, not with eye service, not being a men pleaser, not being a man pleaser, but doing your work as unto the Lord. He understands the things that we must do as Christians. And then he got down to verse 10, talked about how the things we should do when we're at work every day. But then he says, finally, my brother, be strong in who? The Lord and in the power of his might. This is what he says in conclusion after his statement, be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your union with him, meaning God, draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. God has a way of making you get beyond, I'll call it your sticking point. You find, have you ever lived in life and you feel like you just stuck? You can't go nowhere. You feel like you're just marching in place. You feel like everything around you is just jacked up. Everything is just happening. People don't seem like they're supporting you. Amen. But we know that ain't the case. Amen. It's like God is saying he allows things for various reasons. I don't think to destroy us, but to build us up. So what do you do? The first thing is you got to be empowered. Be strong in the Lord. Draw nigh to God. And he'll do what? Draw nigh to you. God said, for when you are weak, then he becomes strong. What does that mean? In translation, you yield your human self to God while allowing the spiritual you to override the physical you. And when you do that, you will find that God is making a way in you where there feel like there is no way. It feel like when you feel like you can't go on, you can hold on what? Just a little bit longer. When you live with God and you walk with God, you find that, that God is giving you the spiritual intestinal spiritual fortitude to what? Keep pushing. Stand on your grind. So we get it. The first thing is a Christian to be conditioned for crisis is to be strong and empowered in the Lord. The second thing is to what? Stay connected to God. Quit focusing on man. Quit focusing on people. People are going to fail you. I will fail you as a human. I'll fail you as a person. Why? Because I can't always get it right. But guess who is perfect in this life? He's God. He's God Father, God Son, Jesus Christ. God Father, Son, Jesus Christ, and the what? Holy Spirit. If you rely on the Trinity of God, you find that you will get a peace in you that nobody will disrupt. But if you focus on people, you're going to get what you're focusing on. If you focus on everything that they do, you're going to be sadly dis mistaken and oftentimes disappointed. Because when you put that expectation in people, this is what's going to do. They're going to fail you because they have their own mindset. No matter what you strive to do, people will be what? People. Amen. So in God, to be conditioned for crisis, you be strong in the Lord and you stay connected. What only? To him, his word. Through who? The Holy Spirit. Romans 8 and 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. What I love about walking with God is when I feel like, when I stumble, when I trip, and I ain't intentionally trying to fall, the more Christian-like you become, the less likely you're striving to do things that will disrespect God and your family. It's just that because we're still human, we do things that just don't quite make sense sometimes. It happens, but that ain't our goal. So one, you be strong, you stay connected to him, his word, and be led by the spirit of God. And even when you deviate sometimes, the Holy Spirit will what? Bring you back in. When you feel like you've lost your joy, 
David said in the 51st Psalm, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew within me a right spirit. When you're on the journey of life, when you're on your spiritual grind, you find yourself struggling sometimes because this is why you start doing things in your own human strength. And when you do it in your human strength, you're going to get tired. You're going to get worn out. You're going to be disrupted. You're going to be miserable in your life. But when you do it in the Lord, you find that God gives you a burst that you can get up and keep moving. Why? Because you're in the army of the living God. So the first thing is be strong. The second thing is to stay connected to God. And the third thing is know your spiritual surroundings. That goes back to verse number 12. Why do you need to know your spiritual surroundings? Why? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You're not contending only with physical opponents. You're contending with supernatural forces that's got a lot of power. Don't you be deceived, think the devil ain't got no power in this life. God has allowed him to be titled for a season, the God of what? This world. So don't think he ain't got power. He's got power to influence. He's got power to put things before you. Just don't take the bait. Remember I said, don't let the devil ride with you because he's going to want to drop. He's got a manipulative mindset. He's got the words that he can cause you to get your focus off of God and get your focus on him and the things he want to do to cause you to lose your peace, lose your joy, lose everything God is trying to build up in you. So you got to what? Know your spiritual surroundings. I'll put it up in this. Be alert. That beware of sign, let that forever flash in your life. Beware of. And I'll get ready to conclude this morning by this. Here's the thing, and this is the breakdown, and we'll close the podcast this morning. He says that after all that, you condition yourself for crisis by being strong in the Lord first. Staying connected to God, his word, and through the Holy Ghost. The third thing is knowing your surroundings. Know who you're around every day. Young folks, hear me real well. If you get a chance to listen to this podcast, everybody you think that's your fam and that's your partners and that's your friends, they ain't trying to do you no good. If they ain't trying to get you to the next level, if they're not trying to show you God, they're not your friend. They're not your family. They're not your fam. That, that end of that road is what? Destruction. Tell your grandchildren, tell your uncles, tell your aunts, tell your cousins. If they think that they're trying to do something and they're always trying to tell you what to do and not point you to God, be aware. Be alert is all I'll tell you. That's a small public service announcement. And I, here's what we close this morning. If I'm trying to be conditioned for crisis that I don't know what's coming my way, I got to do what the Paul says in the book, six, chapter 6 and verse 13 in closing. He says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. I'm going to finish up with the Amplified Version, then we'll close. He says it this way, therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place, stand therefore, child of God, hold your ground, having the tightened the belt of truth and your loins, having put on the breastplate of integrity and more rectitude and right standing with God. What does he mean by that? 
You just got to stand in the name of the Lord. You stand with God and you trust God. You believe God. Don't you got to believe me, but you got to believe God. Don't believe the people. Believe the word. Don't believe what people tell you or try to show you. You believe what God shows you in his word. I'll close this morning by saying this. When you're in your battle of life, when you're in crisis, you got to do what? And this is what I want to tell you. The only thing you need to do is when you take that armor off the shelf, he says, put on the whole armor of God. He didn't never tell you to take it off. It's an armament that's described to be slept in. It's the armament that you don't never take it off. No matter where you are, if you're at work, if you're with your family, if you're on this job, if you're in school, if you're at the mall, no matter where you are, you got to forever keep on your armor and you've got to know that you are a soldier in the army of the living God. Why? Because the battle of crisis is this. He ain't here. And hear me real well. Your opponent ain't trying to do you no good. Your opponent is trying to destroy you. Your opponent is trying to kill you by your health. Your opponent is trying to kill you by your mindset. Your opponent is trying to disrupt your family. Your opponent is trying to get you financially. Your opponent is trying to destroy the infrastructure of your home. But you've got a God, amen, to serve. Hello, Holy Ghost. You've got a, a charge to keep and a God to glorify. And if you do it that way, you will find that God will say, when you're in the midst of your battle, son of God, when you're in the midst of your battle, daughter of God, you've got to believe that God is going to build up inside of you. And as I close this morning, if you never take off the armor of God, you will do what Paul said. You'll be able to stand in the midst of your evil day. And when you stand, you will find that God will give you something and you will feel that you can say it this way. I shall never know defeat. I'm going to stand no matter what comes my way. When the billows of life roll in there, when the troubles of, of life come into me and we sing the old song, the trouble don't last always. You know that God is your bridge. What? over troubled water, when you know that God is food for a hungry land, when you know that God is a mother and a brother that was the closer than any human mother and brother, when you know that God is the kind of God, no matter what you're in, God said, I will be with you if you ascend to heaven or if you made your bed in hell. God's already retrieved the keys from hell, death, and the grave. You've got to believe that God, when he rose on the third day as we celebrate every Easter Every year, God rose with all power, and the power that I'm talking about is power to stand. If you can just believe me as I close, if you can just believe that no matter what you have to face, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, you've got to believe that God has got you. You've got to believe that God has got your, got your situation in order. You've got to believe that when you're walking through it, God said his purpose is not to hurt you, to harm you, but to help you. God said when you feel like you're weak, quit looking to your own self and look to him. When you feel like you can't go on, you've got to tell yourself. David said it this way. I closed this morning. You've got to stir up the gift of God on the inside of you. Child of God, don't worry about it. You already won. The battle's already done. You just got to walk it out. You've got to walk through it. You've got to believe that you're a winner, not a whiner. You've got to believe that God's got your back. You've got to believe that God has got it already in control. You've got to believe that you've already made it through. You just may can't see it yet, but you've got to trust God enough to know that God's got you. You've got to do what you saw when you see the poster board of that, that, that man with the woman that's at the beach. It's not you walking. It's God carrying you. You've got to quit believing that man's got your back. You've got to believe that God has got your back. You've got to believe that 
Other folks may fail you, but God said what? I'll never leave you nor forsake you. God says, I'm your God. You are my child. And those whom I love, I bless. I may chastise you, but I'm going to turn around and bless you. Mamas and daddy love on their children. We may reprimand you. We may get on to you, but you know that we're here for you every time when you need us. In the midst of your crisis, have we ever failed you? In the midst of your crisis, have we ever turned our back on you? We love you, daughter of God. We love you, son of God. No matter what you're going through, sometimes you've got to work it out. You've got to go through your situation. But when you get to the end of your day, you always got a home to come to. When at the end of your day, you know that we're here. That's what God's telling you, child of God. No matter what you're going through in the crisis of life, in the battles of life, God says, I'm with you. I want you to be encouraged as we close this morning, as we do this with a song, as we close out in prayer. I want you in this podcast to know that you are already conditioned for your crisis. I want you to know that God has got you. I want you to be encouraged, child of God. Please don't let the rest of your day be affected and that you can enjoy God today. Don't be frustrated about what you can't see and what you don't understand. Just trust God today. Let God know that it's already here and you trust him enough that you're going to get joy. Amen unspeakable. Let's just enjoy God today. Amen. So as we close out this podcast, let's close in a word of prayer and let's believe the song right as she sings us out in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We pray that while we're in this battle of life that you condition us for crisis and we understand as the songwriter will say, we understand that the battle ain't ours, it's the Lord's and trust us, we're going to walk with you God no matter what. Until the next podcast, this is Tony with Triple C Podcast signing off in the name of Jesus. We just thank you God as we close. Until the next time, may God bless you. May God keep you and may God's glory shine on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, happy birthday Big Bryce. I tell you, thanks to God, this battle, we want to lift up my sister-in-law, Linda Sue Mixon. Amen. Just know that God has got you. A Brock, amen. Excuse me, Lord. That was her old maiden name. In the name of Jesus Christ. But Sue Brock, we pray for her now in the name of Jesus Christ. We just pray that God heals her eyes, heals everything about her. Just know, sweetie, God's got you. Your vision will be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. And that was your old maiden name, so that was just a human error. But Sue Brock, that's her name in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Love you now.